Welcome to Songs of Praise from 3ABN Australia Radio.
Live my life.
I've been looking back along this winding road to the old familiar markers of the mercies I have known. I know it may sound simple, but it's more than a cliche. No other words to tell you than to say. share of hard times by my side he's always stood through it all God's been good Times replay and I can I've cried some bitter tears But I felt his arms around me As I faced my darkest fears I've had more gains than losses And I've known more joy than hurt As his grace rolled down upon me Undeserved God's my share of hard times by my side he's always stood through it all God's been good God has been my father my savior and my friend his love was my beginning his love will be my I go to sleep each night Though I've had my share of hard times By my side he's always stood Yes, through it all God's been
This is Songs of Praise, brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio.
light my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fear.
mercy of our God Where all my hopes began When through the water and the blood He washed my soul from sin For it was not by righteousness That my own hands had done But I was saved by sovereign grace Abounding through His Son In the cross my soul
You're listening to Songs of Praise. Are you weary from the battle you're fighting? Does it seem that the storm just won't break? There's a mountain in front of you that doubt says will never move. You wonder.
shall sing on that beautiful shore the melodious songs of the blessed and our spirit shall sorrow no more not a sigh for the blessings of rest to our me. 
So if you're a sin- 
once been a preacher for many faithful years preaching in a country church whose bible stained with tears he told about salvation's plan and how god became a man growing up i heard this story time and time again but i made it Savior sent from heaven for mankind. I made it mine. I can't rely on Grandpa's faith to take me across the line. By the blood it's washed away. I thank God for the day. I made it. journey to the other shore I'll follow him when my time comes since I met the one who loves his faith in God won't buy me a crossing I'll go there because I made it mine the story he was telling of a savior sent from heaven washed away. I thank God for the day. I made it mine. I made it mine. The story he was telling of a Savior sent from heaven for Listening to 3ABN Australia Radio's Songs of Praise. Low in the grave he lay, Jesus my Saviour, waiting the coming day, Jesus my Lord. 
the grave he arose, he arose with a mighty triumph for his foes. He arose, he arose a victor from the dark domain, and he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose, he arose, he arose, he arose alleluia, Christ arose. Vainly they watch his bed, Jesus my Savior. Vainly they seal the dead, Jesus my Lord. Up from the grave he arose, he arose with a mighty triumph for his foes. He arose, he arose a victor from the dark domain, and he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose, he arose, he arose, he arose, alleluia, Christ arose. Death cannot keep his prey, Jesus my Savior, he tore the bars away, Jesus my Lord. Up from the grave he arose, he arose with a mighty triumph for his foes. He arose, he arose a victor from the dark domain, and he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose. morning when all the dead in Christ shall rise I'll have a new body praise the Lord I'll have a new life eternal sown in weakness raised in power ready to live in paradise I'll have a new body praise the Lord I'll have a new life I'll have a new home with the redeemed sad there'll be no more sorrow no more pain there'll be no more strife no strife yes raised in the likeness in of his likeness ready to i'll be glad i'll have a new body praise the lord i'll have a new life free from every imperfection youthful and happy i shall be i'll have a new body praise the lord i'll have a new life eternal glorified with him forever death will be lost in victory i'll have a new body praise the lord i'll have a new life oh yes I'll have a new home glory with the redeemed sad. There'll be no more sorrow, no more pain, there'll be no more strife, no strife, yes, raised in the likeness in of my sightness, ready to live in glad. I'll have a new body, praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. What a hallelujah morning when the last trump of God shall sound. I'll have a new body, praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal graves all bursting, saints a-shouting, heavenly beauty all around. I'll have a new body, praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Oh, yes. 
I'll have a new home glory, glory with the redeemer. There'll be no more sorrow, no more pain. There'll be no more strife, no strife. Yes, raised in the likeness of my sight. ready to live. I'll be glad. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord. I'll have a new life. I'll have a new home glory with the redeemer. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life, eternal life. A light in the room, it was you who was standing there. Tried, it was true, as your glance met my stare. But your heart drifted off like the land split by sea. I tried to go to follow, to lay down at your feet.
We find ourselves living in uncertain times Where there once was right and wrong It seems we blurred the lines We're told there are no absolutes So everyone is free to choose their own version of the truth And the skeptics and scoffers may laugh at my faith But I'm holding to the rock that will not change One God, one King One champion left standing One faithful love unending One Lord History, there has been a battle fought for the souls of every man, a fight for every heart. Some days it seems that evil will win, but through his word, the truth reveals, reminding me again that the kingdom of darkness will fall to its knees for a day will come when every eye will see see one god one king one champion left standing one faithful love unending one lord One Redeemer crucified One saving resurrection One way, one truth, one life One God, one King One champion left standing One faithful love unending One Lord been listening to Songs of Praise, a production of Threben Australia Radio.
Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Ellen White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, ministry healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Chapter 32 The Child Not only the habits of the mother, but the training of the child were included in the angel's instructions to the Hebrew parents. It was not enough that Samson, the child who was to deliver Israel, should have a good legacy at his birth. This was to be followed by careful training. From infancy he was to be trained to habits of strict temperance. Similar instructions were given in regard to John the Baptist. Before the birth of the child, the message sent from heaven to the father was, You shall have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and he shall drink no wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. Luke 1, 14 and 15. On heaven's record of noble men, the Saviour declared that there stood not one greater than John the Baptist. The work committed to him was one demanding not only physical energy and endurance, but the highest qualities of mind and soul. So important was right physical training as a preparation for this work that the highest angel in heaven was sent with a message of instruction to the parents of the child. The directions given concerning the Hebrew children teach us that nothing which affects the child's physical well-being is to be neglected. Nothing is unimportant. Every influence that affects the health of the body has its bearing upon mind and character. Too much importance cannot be placed upon the early training of children. The lessons learned, the habits formed, during the early years of infancy and childhood have more to do with the formation of the character and the direction of the life than have all the instruction and training of after years. Parents need to consider this they should understand the principles that underlie the care and training of children. They should be capable of rearing them in physical, mental and moral health. Parents should study the laws of nature. They should become acquainted with the organism of the human body. They need to understand the functions of the various organs and their relation and dependence. They should study the relation of the mental to the physical powers and the conditions required for the healthy action of each. To assume the responsibilities of parenthood without such preparation is a sin. Far too little thought is given to the causes underlying the mortality 
the disease and degeneracy that exists today even in the most civilized and favored lands. The human race is deteriorating. At the time of writing in 1905, more than one third died in infancy. Of those who reach manhood and womanhood, by far the greater number suffer from disease in some form, but few reach the limit of human life. The publisher's note on this, however, modern medicine and proper childcare have greatly reduced the mortality rate in infancy and childhood. Most of the evils that are bringing misery and ruin to the race might be prevented and the power to deal with them rests to a great degree with parents. It is not a mysterious providence that removes the little children. God does not desire their death. He gives them to the parents to be trained for usefulness, here and for heaven hereafter. Did fathers and mothers do what they might to give their children a good inheritance and then by right management endeavour to remedy any wrong conditions of their birth, what a change for the better the world might see. Subheading, the care of infants. The more quiet and simple the life of the child, the more favourable it will be to both physical and mental development. At all times, the mother should endeavour to be quiet, calm and self-possessed. Many infants are extremely susceptible to nervous excitement, and the mother's gentle, unhurried manner will have a soothing influence that will be of untold benefit to the child. Babies require warmth, but a serious error is often committed in keeping them in overheated rooms, deprived to a great degree of fresh air. At the turn of the century, the practice of covering the infant's face while sleeping is harmful since it prevents free respiration. The baby should be kept free from every influence that would tend to weaken or to poison the system. The most scrupulous care should be taken to have everything about it sweet and clean. While it may be necessary to protect the little ones from sudden or too great changes of temperature, care should be taken that sleeping or waking day or night they breathe a pure invigorating atmosphere in the preparation of the baby's wardrobe convenience comfort and health should be sought before fashion or a desire to excite admiration the mother should not spend time in embroidery and fancy work to make the little garments beautiful thus taxing herself with unnecessary labor at the expense of her own health and the health of her child. She should not bend over sewing that severely taxes eyes and nerves at a time when she needs much rest and pleasant exercise. She should realise her obligation to cherish her strength, that she may be able to meet the demands that will be made upon her. If the dress of the child combines warmth, protection and comfort, one of the chief causes of irritation and restlessness will be removed. The little one will have better health and the mother will not find the care of the child so heavy a tax upon her strength and time. Tight bands or weights hinder the action of the heart and lungs and should be avoided. 
no part of the body should at any time be made uncomfortable by clothing that compresses any organ or restricts its freedom of movement. The clothing of all children should be loose enough to admit of the freest and fullest respiration and so arranged that the shoulders will support its weight. In some countries, the custom of leaving bare shoulders and limbs of little children still prevails. This custom cannot be too severely condemned. The limbs being remote from the centre of circulation demand greater protection than other parts of the body. The arteries that convey the blood to the extremities are large, providing for a sufficient quantity of blood to afford warmth and nutrition. But when the limbs are left unprotected or are insufficiently clad, the arteries and veins become contracted, the sensitive portions of the body are chilled, and the circulation of the blood hindered. In growing children, all the forces of nature need every advantage to enable them to perfect the physical frame. If the limbs are insufficiently protected, children, and especially girls, cannot be out of doors unless the weather is mild. So they are kept in for fear of the cold. If children are well clothed, it will benefit them to exercise freely in the open air, summer or winter. Mothers who desire their boys and girls to possess the vigour of health should dress them properly and encourage them in all reasonable weather to be often in the open air. It may require effort to break away from the chains of custom and dress and educate the children with reference to health, but the result will amply repay the effort. Subheading, the child's diet. The best food for the infant is the food that nature provides. Of this, it should not be needlessly deprived. It is a heartless thing for a mother, for the sake of convenience or social enjoyment, to seek to free herself from the tender office of nursing her little one. The mother who permits her child to be nourished by another should consider well what the result may be. To a greater or less degree, the nurse imparts her own temper and temperament to the nursing child. The importance of training children to right dietetic habits can hardly be overestimated. The little ones need to learn that they eat to live, not live to eat. The training should begin with the infant in its mother's arms. The child should be given food only at regular intervals and less frequently as it grows older. It should not be given sweets or the food of older persons, which it is unable to digest. Care and regularity in the feeding of infants will not only promote health and thus tend to make them quiet and sweet-tempered, but will lay the foundation of habits that will be a blessing to them in after years. As children emerge from babyhood, great care should still be taken in educating their tastes and appetite. Often they are permitted to eat what they choose and when they choose without reference to health. 
The pains and money so often lavished upon unwholesome dainties lead the young to think that the highest object in life and that which yields the greatest amount of happiness is to be able to indulge the appetite. The result of this training is gluttony. Then comes sickness, which is usually followed by dosing with poisonous drugs. To be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing, here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. for Kids with Uncle Gordon, where you will hear first-hand accounts of answers to prayer and miracles from God. Oh, by the way, I think adults will like this too. Hi boys and girls, it's Uncle Gordon here. Lovely to be able to talk with you again today and uh, I wish I could see you, but at least we're able to talk together anyway. When I was living in the Solomon Islands, one day I had a lady come and knocked on my door. And she said, Pastor, can you come to our home? My boy is very, very sick. Can you please come and visit? And so I said, yeah, sure, I I can be there in about an hour. And uh, so I headed off to this lady's home and uh, knocked on her door and went inside. And there was a little boy who was not yet old enough quite to go to school. And he told me a little bit about what was the trouble. He had been to the doctor and then he had come home again and he hadn't got any better and he had been to the hospital. And they had given him a whole lot of little tablets to be able to take and they said, if you take these, you should be all right. And uh, I said to him, well, did you want to tell God about your sickness? Do you want to talk to God about these tablets? And he said, I do. And so rather than me having a little prayer, that precious little boy, who was probably only about five years old, he held the tablets in the little bottle in his hand and he said, Dear Jesus, these tablets are meant to make me well. But I know that you're the creator and I know that you're the one that can make people well and can make these tablets work. So before I take any tablets, I want to ask you to make me well. Make these tablets work so that they can make me feel much better quickly. And so he said, thank you, Jesus, I know that you've heard me. And then he took a couple of the tablets that he was supposed to take with a drink of water. And so I just had a little prayer as well and said, well, thank you, Jesus, that this little boy has such faith and confidence in you. And then I left. The next day, the mother came to me again and knocked on the door and she said, you know, my little boy was had a bit of a fever last night and uh, after the fever he slept very, very well and this morning he has woken up and he's all perfect again. You know, Pastor, she said, God really answered the prayers of our little boy. It's just so wonderful to know that, that he cares and that he's interested in even a little child talking to him like that. And I thought, how wonderful. And I thanked God that night for for a God who was willing to listen to children, whatever was on their mind, whatever was on their heart, whatever was going on in their lives. He was interested and he wanted to be part of their lives. And he wants to be part of your life, you know. He loves you very much 
and he'd like to be there for you to talk to every morning throughout the day of a night. He wants you to share just what's happening in your day so that he can become more and more part of your day. Can you remember that for me? Good on you, boys and girls. You've been listening to Mission Stories for Kids with Uncle Gordon, a production of 3ABN Australia Radio.